podcast. Greetings and salutations, fellow Earthlings, or if you're some sort of whoa extra celestial being and you're for some reason tuning in to the weird podcast from space, what's happening, homies? It's good to be here. Um, it it is good to be here because literally I'm in my house. I'm sitting in my dining room right now at my um my master's table. Um, I don't know if I've spoken about this before uh, I do I have fully um, I got this big dining room table it's some job eh sound like an old dad saying that but um, I'm, I'm inside this week don't want to be out in the garage because I've got to be sniffle cold again um, you should probably listen and go on Dave, you were sick like two weeks ago, whenever you went to that yurt in Limavati, and, I, and then you had the fight to get better again. Yeah, I did, but I'm sick again. Um, I say sick, I've got a snuffle. A snuffle? Snuffle? A sniffle? I've got a sniffle and a snuffle. Whatever, I've got both, and um, it literally just happened to me yesterday. Um, out of nowhere, out of the blue, just mind my own business, having a nice day, just going about the house, and all of a sudden I felt, as I would describe it, as me. Not asthma, asthma I was like, oh, I don't actually have asthma anymore. I defeated it because that's just what I'm like. If I get sick, I get a condition, I beat it, you know. I get conditions that aren't curable to most humans, and I just get better. Have I maybe scudded myself now going forward? Am I going to get something and then not get better? Like, am I going to get something real shit? And then not get better. I don't mean real shit as in a disease that will kill you because they are obviously, without saying, real shit. I mean, like, I will get something, like, I will get a skelf in my thumb, a wee skelf, a wee bit of wood will get into my thumb. It'll just open up the skin slightly, then I'll become susceptible to infection. I'll get, like, a little bit of infection. It'll just get into my blood and having super ox blood, tiger blood, like Charlie Sheen, it'll pump the whole way around my body, get infected, and I'll just die. So I'll die of a scalp. So I've scut myself. So hey, I'm going to say right now, touch wood. Oh, in fact, I need to be careful there when I touch the wood in case I get a scalp, because that would be terrible in fact that's exactly like what happened to, to that bitch and the and the, the needle isn't it sleeping beauty or snow white or some shit sleeping beauty wasn't it she got pricked spinning wool or something and then just was, was put asleep it's maybe like me sleeping beauty and the table scalp you know that's what i don't need to have but i'm going to just try and fight through i think all joking aside about getting getting sick i don't actually have a weakened immune system so don't worry about me on that side of things what it is is i essentially have a kid that goes to nursery so she goes to nursery hangs around with all these phonies all these little punk kids all these little bald people that can't speak yet or walk they like pass germs they dribble they suck on things they chuck them back and forward to each other they're just basically stinking little skanks right and then she being in contact with them comes home gives it to me gets all up in my grill makes me sick but guess what I'm, I'm going to be fine. I'm going to live. And I feel like I don't want to start the podcast moaning, you know, because that sets a real bad precedent for the remainder of the podcast. So I'm like, oh, I'm sick. I feel so terrible. You know what? I'm just going to man up. Mm. Yeah, I still use that phrase, even though it's 2018 and people are trying to say, like, you can't say it anymore because men don't talk about their feelings. Hey, man, if you got feelings, talk about them. But still man up if you uh, need to man up with a wee chest cold. Or, uh, see, there's even me again even emphasising how much of a wuss I am. See, if we, it's not just a wee nose. It's not a wee nose thing. It's a chest. It's not just It's not just a sniffle. It, it's gone to my chest now. It's potentially a pulmonary issue. 
So that's just my proneness to exaggerate, um, which hey, yeah, I, I make no apologies for. I like to exaggerate, deal with it. You know what I'm saying? I'm I'm a, I'm, I'm just a free spirit, a free radical, a rude boy. <laughs> I'm like Chris Eubank Senior. I'm like Chris Eubank Senior, the original rude boy. <laughs> But yeah, that's what we're dealing with here. And um, why also I'm stalling for time here is I'm just trying to like you know get myself into uh, this week's rating and reviews because um, what's truly fantastic, what's truly fantastic, is I've got a couple of new reviews this week because hey, you people wanted to give me birthday presents, and this is what it is. The first reviews from Andy LTFC LTFC. I don't know what the LT could stand for unless it's Luton Town Football Club. If that's right. I deserve a pat on the back. Um, Papa Bear Magic, one of the best podcasts out there. Get on board and prepare for many laughs. Yeah, hop on board my banter ship and we'll set sea off to like Sitches is where I'd imagine this destination go to. And then we'll have a bit of banter on the way, providing him a good mood because I'm an old guy. I'm an old grumpy dad guy that doesn't get enough sleep. So if I'm not, if I'm not grumpy, I'll be in great form. I'll have all the banter in the world. And then the next review is Papa Bear. This is truly weird. Hashtag Papa Bear's Army from FN Fights. Um, I'm, I'm going to guess that if LTFC is Luton Town Football Club, I'm going to guess FM stands for Female Male Fights. So this dude, or woman, obviously, is uh, running some kind of like underground fight scene where, you know, hey, it's 2018, you know, there should be no disparity between the genders. So this guy or girl are bringing people together, putting them in what I would imagine to be a bull... It wouldn't be a bull pit because why there'd be an underground bull pit. We'll say it's just like... There's some cones. They've put out a few police cones, like four cones, but people respect the fight game, they respect the rules. There's got to be some rules or there's going to be anarchy. So they just, they fight in there. Do you know what I mean? That's what happens. And major respect to it. But FM Fights runs that game. So thanks for the reviews. If you haven't already rated and reviewed the podcast, first off, and you listen to it, sly. You know what I mean? Just take a wee bit of time out of your day. Hop on it. And do that because it helps me. Do you know what I mean? It's like um, every review I get makes it. Well, you know what? Be straight with you. It makes me just actually want to keep doing it because I'll be honest. Sometimes it gets a bit difficult trying to like balance all this shit I'm doing at the minute. You know, I'm like a greedy American at a buffet. I'm just taking all I can get at the minute. I'm taking everything and I'm eating it right up. But ultimately, at the end of that, you're going to get um, probably a heart attack. I'd imagine, but also. You're, you're, you're going to just get full up and you're not going to be able to move you're not going to be able to do anything with anything else so my point being is maybe I shouldn't be having the caramelised peaches at the end of a three course meal you know what I'm saying I should maybe leave the caramelised peaches for another day what is the caramelised peaches who knows but what I'm saying is I don't want it to become this podcast and if people aren't listening if I'm looking at the listening figures and they're going down and I'm looking at the ratings and they're not being reviewed I'm going to go you know what fuck this, this has got to be the thing that's got to go and I don't want that to happen because I've been doing this now for 47 weeks <sighs> that's a long time do you know what I mean, it's a lot of a lot of time I've just spent either in my garage, in my old house, in my living room, in my old office actually where I started or now in this superb banqueting hall that I call my dining room <laughs> but yeah it's good because I'll, I'll tell you, I'll tell you what, what I get out of doing the weird podcast other than 
you know, feeding my miss like Doctor Manhattan sized ego is I like to talk about things that I think about and with the ultimate aim to be maybe get a bit of material out of it. You know, if there's some things I think I want to talk about, they could become bits. And that's ultimately what I want to be doing. And now I'm running a club every week. I need the more more bits I can get. Shit. You mean it's hard to try and do new bits every single week? But that's what I'm trying to do. And this is what this podcast has helped me do. So what I'm saying to you guys is if you like it, just make it worth my while. You know, I don't want to feel like, I don't want to feel like a wife who's been married to somebody for 40 years and I'm just taken for granted. You know, I want to feel loved and appreciated after all this time. I know it's not 40 years, it's only 47 weeks, but you know what I'm saying? Just make me feel good. Make me feel good. I don't know what film that's out of. All I know is it involves Halle Berry being nude in it. And as a 16-year-old, I remember watching that and being very, very into it. Weird time to get all nasally and, and gross and creepy. But, um... Hey, that's what's going on. What else is going on is I'm just going to turn off here and blow my nose, so I'll just mute this for a second. I muted it for you. That's how, how, how sound I am. But genuinely, lots to talk about this week. Um, as per, I had Pug Uglies this week. Pug Uglies Comedy Club is a regular Thursday night comedy club in the bar Pug Uglies, which was once Morrison's. And guess what? It's been going fucking great. Um, we get a lot of people... On social media, um, face-to-face, phoning me up, calling me, sending me letters. Pigeons have been landing on my friggin' roof with notes saying, Hey man, how do you feel about Limelight opening a comedy club on a Thursday? And the honest answer is, I feel a little bit, uh-oh. Like, I feel like, fuck, that's going to be tough to compete with. But on the other hand, I know it's going to be a totally different audience and with these sort of things if you get competition for stuff you can either go and go lie down and I'm just going to take it otherwise you go you know what I'm going to up my own game and that's what I'm going to try and do I'm going to try and make Pugs as good a club as I can do and this week will be no exception because we've got Colin Geddes headlining Paddy McGacky's on and I'm on MCing again because it's what I do every week that I'm available apart from next week when I won't be doing it because I'll be on the man boy cheeky Shane Todd stag do um, and hey I might actually make it back from that but hopefully I will because I need to get married and shit myself quite quite important and have kid look after but yeah I, a lot of people I don't know thinking there's going to be some sort of beef in there between me and Shane no there's not um, and you, if you know me and you know Shane and there's beef between us what we'll do is just get to either end of that beef drop to her knees and put that beef in our mouth and just chew it down until we meet in the middle of the big kiss you know what I mean and on that note I think Limelight's a different crowd I think it's going for sort of a younger more student crowd whereas obviously my highbrow mature style of comedy attracts like you know the aristocrats you know that's but I mean it is what it is at the end of the day we're we're in a world where we were complaining there wasn't enough gigs and now there's gigs you know and good gigs with good acts and good followings and we should be supporting that because hey guys let's just remember that a rising tide lifts all ships you know what I'm saying think about that enough of the hate there's already too much hate in this country right now man just all come together if you're 
with family at the minute when you're listening to the podcast, just reach out, grab one of them, give them a hug. If you're with your girlfriend, your boyfriend, your partner, your wee number one squeeze, your man friend, your homeboy, whatever you're with. You know, if you, even if you're just out shopping in the supermarket and you see a stranger and you're listening to this right now, just go out, pull them in tight, give them a hug, and just listen to me saying, Heal the world, make it a better place. For you and for me and the anti-human race There are people dying If you care enough for living Make a better place for you and for me Yeah, and I hope whoever you're with enjoyed that embrace Because that's what I'm all about So anyway, Pug Uglies this week Me, Colin Guinness, Paddy McGuy For five points Oh, there's nice drinks it's a pretty cool bar check 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 and it could be a special guest too but I can't talk about that so just leave that in the ether and hey everybody loves special guests and special people and again sounds like Trump everybody loves the special guests and special people but um, yeah it's a great time and other than that hey man other than that that's the podcast all done love you leave you sweet 13 minutes gold out and about OJ once again hey my jokes are becoming so predictable this podcast aren't they <laughs> but um, no what else have I done this week I feel like I've done lots oh SH1T what did I do On f- in fact I did a gig for students freshers week in the limelight on Wednesday during my lunch break and you know what that was a case of me going out and being a wee I was a Gurkha that day I just went out I was the first on because I had my time restrictions I had to just go on get out get out of there I literally just went on worked through my set and left I ran out of time didn't get to enjoy it didn't get to get loose but I did it you know what I mean because I'm a trooper and sometimes you just need to do that but more importantly on Friday night after nine months of pre-recorded shows, the Boy Town podcast went live again. That's right, the Boy Town podcast went live, and like we started it like it was a UFC fight, like it was amazing. Just all ten, to eleven people or whatever it was in the crowd, and then it was just it's time, and the whole place went mad. That didn't happen. But it was fucking great. It reminded me how great and how fun the Boytown podcast is, especially live. Um, took a wee, us a wee minute to get settled because it was a different environment than we normally do a live podcast. We normally do it in Black Box, but we did it in the Strand Art Centre because they were running a stranded programme on Culture Night. Whoa, weird, sly to book us on that night because there's so much other culture going on in Belfast, like fucking burning pictures of Jerry Kelly and the Pope and shit and bonies and flags and and all that stuff I assume because never been to culture night but that's what I'm guessing it is but anyway we were out out in the strand and to everybody that came thanks very much you made it a great night I'm going to put it out there and say if you haven't listened to the Boytown podcast yet definitely for sure 100% listen to this week's episode I'm just going to say two words for those who are in the audience you'll get it and for those of you that have listened to the podcast which isn't out till Thursday so you won't have Master Light. If you haven't heard what that means or know what that's about, if you listen to Boy Town Thursday, you will never, ever 
think of the phrase master light again without laughing because we had one of the greatest phone exchanges in history on the Boytown podcast and it involved the phrase master light the phrase and the man master light the character whoa it was unbelievable and uh, we we're asked a question on the night actually what are you going to do the Boytown podcast well we uh, went through a dip earlier on in the year where we just kind of stopped doing it for a bit because we had other commitments and just didn't really seem like we were putting the effort that we needed into it but now we've done it again we've got a producer Ben on board he's killing it we've got a sponsor Tribal Burger the best burgers going it's freaking great the listening figures are right up there again to where they need to be do you know what I mean where they were at the very peak of Boytown so we feel like we're just heading heading upwards and we're going to do another live podcast before the end of the year um, because we're going to have our 100th episode this year and we're going to make it a big deal. We're going to book a venue. We're going to have video sketches. We're going to have special guest contributors. We're going to have merch. Oh, baby, it's going to be the most dope shit of all time. It's so good that I've turned into such a loser, middle-class white dad. Oh, baby, it's going to be some dope shit. Hey, baby, <laughs> it's going to be dope shit. Don't miss it. Oh. But for sure, it's going to be great. So check that out. The Boytown Podcast. Myself and Shane Todd. It's the best podcast about. And another thing I'm doing, which I know there's a lot of people listening to this podcast as a comedy podcast. And then on the other hand, I know there's a lot of people who listen to it as a lifestyle advice podcast because they know that the words that are coming straight out of my mouth are the words of the physique guy they are the preaching of a better you (laughs) I can't believe I actually said that sometimes I just talk and before my brains actually put something together my mouth spits it out and then more often than not I go fuck did I really say that but yeah that's what, what it is I'm back um, and I'm on that healthy lifestyle again and I'm, I'm literally six weeks until I get married so six weeks to just trim back like like I'm doing a, a big stand-up show and I just have cut the fat off the sets that I do I literally just have to cut off the fat but instead of my sets it's off my body and I just need to bring out bring as, as Arnold Schwarzenegger would say I need to bring out the muscles You've got to bring out the muscles, come on. You've got six weeks till you get married. You don't want to look like a fit bastard, come on. You've got to come. Come at me. Come at me if you want to live. What are you waiting for? Yeah, so you cut back and get in shape. And I, and I was doing really well there with my personal trainer, Matt. Um, things were going good. And then it came up to my stag. Oh, I went away, drank a bit, ate a bit, ate a bit of shit, came back, bit tired, a week later, went to the yurt, got sick, knocked me off my training game for about two, three weeks, and I find, like, I'm always an upbeat guy, I'm generally, that's just me, you know, generally I'm a, I'm a happy kind of person, for more, more often than not, recently I've been a bit down with things. Nothing to do with my personal life or my stand-up or anything like that. Just doing my general day-to-day job. Things haven't been... You know, things have just been awkward for me. I've been moved 
office from where I went, but do the same job, but moved office, and it's just too far away for me at the minute. And with having a baby and juggling a lot of gigs and other stuff and sorting a wedding, it's just become a bit of a nightmare. Because I mean, to me, time management's one of the things I want to be looking to do. You know, that's important to me. I need to manage my time well. I get into routines and I, I can able to manage everything. But being sent an extra hour further away a day has just been stressing me out a bit. And I think, I think that has kind of affected the training and things. And whenever that was happening, I was just finding myself, you know, just eating shit. You know, like eating right, any excuse to have, like, ice cream, chocolate, just shit, really. Not worrying, not thinking about what I'm eating. And unfortunately for me, I'm one of these people that need to put in about four four weeks of proper working out to start seeing a difference in my body. But what takes me to gain like shape or tone or muscle or whatever I lose that in a matter of days and that's what was shitty so I find like you get into a bit of a cycle if something brings you down you, you stop working out you stop eating right you start kind of just eating shit because it makes you feel a bit better and I think that was kind of happening with me and I was just like and I was finding myself being more lethargic not getting up as early as I should be not you know doing things the right way just turn up the gigs willy-nilly and not being myself I think that's the only thing that I can I can think about causing that is, is a situation will work. And I mean, I'm at the stage now where I'm sort of thinking about, do I just pack it in? You know, do I just sack it all off and just give this comedy if I go full time? Because pros and cons, obviously the money that I get um, is important to pay the bills and whatnot and have a mortgage and everything now and wedding coming up and it's, it is important. But then again, I could do a few gigs that would pay what I what I get for that anyway do you know what I mean so it's like how do I balance that up and the thing about that is the good gigs that pay really well maybe don't come around all that often so you could be you could do two or three of them in a month and be flipping rolling and dough or you could be waiting a few months and then you know there's that stress of you know not knowing when the next paycheck's coming so I think for me I kind of I need that but that whole sort of mental not strain but just you know worry about like my time management where I'm at and being able to fit everything that I had been doing in you know made me just slack off other things and the first thing that I slacked off was was the gym do you know it just was like easiest one to excuse to give me an excuse for whereas now I need to just get back into it. I've been speaking with Colin Geddes for a while about like doing some kind of like weight loss challenge because the two of us, um, probably it's quite hard to believe actually. Or ex- we our weights exceed the upper limit of what you need to weigh to be a heavyweight in the UFC. So we've basically been trying this new thing. We're called the heavyweight cut. We've got an Instagram account, the heavyweight cut. Check it out if you haven't already where we basically are trying to cut to UFC heavyweight weight. I have a bit further to go than Colin, but you know, I'm I'm just gonna I'm gonna go for it as best I can and obviously with the wedding coming up, I'm just trying to get in the best shape as I can. And it's really been a way that's kicked my ass into gear. You know, it's got me got me back in the gym, got me training and then it's a it's a cycle. It's like you get into the cycle of uh laziness or, or being down about stuff and then you eat more and it makes you feel shitter and then you feel down about that and then it's just one leads to one thing or another you're not confident going out and wearing clothes and stuff not that I go out naked but you know like you just don't you want to cover it just is a bit of a, a sad cycle whereas if you get back on the other side and you're like right I'm training I'm feeling better I'm eating better 
you know, you're more focused, it, it bleeds into the elements of the rest of your life. And like one thing I, I say about myself is like I do never want to be the, the person that brings other people down, you know, and if, and if it's something that I can pick myself up from, which I have done now, you know, I'm going to try and keep doing it. And I love a joke about the whole physique guy thing. Like if I can, if I can make a couple of people go out, work out a bit, feel a bit better, just be a bit more healthy about themselves, well, I'm happy, you know what I mean? Um, I feel like we've got to be a bit deep there, but yeah, just I feel like I wanted to get that off my chest, just to be like, look, I was struggling for a bit, and you know, it took me a while, it did, but I've pulled myself together, and I'm just making the best of the situation until I can be in a position where I can, you know, either, either give, you know, stand up a, a full-time go make me that would give me more time to do more stuff make more content do more videos you know do more gigs but at the same time you know i need that that regular paycheck to pay off my bills you know but you know hopefully i'll get something sorted but in the meantime i'm just going to get on with it and be positive you know i'm just going to make time for the gym whether it be last thing at night whether it be first thing in the morning whether I have to be like Marky Marky Wahlberg baby maybe I have to be like Marky Wahlberg you crazy goose and I have to get up at 2am and work out maybe I do that you know if that's what it needs to be it needs to be because whenever I'm training and meeting right I'm feeling better and that bleeds into other things so basically what I'm saying is Colin and I are doing the heavyweight cut it's on Instagram there's a wee page of setup. up didn't want to do it on their own personal pages because people would be like hey what the fuck fuck these two fatties talking about you know fitness and advice and all four like what do they know and and he's, he's going on our pages for laughs really so we're trying to make this page be funny yes but also you know document what we're doing how we're trying to lose the weight and yeah but like what it did with Shane before when it was a race to Ronaldo or what Colin did with Aaron McCann defat bastardization but essentially we're just going at each other uh, with the end goal of trying to get in as best shape as we can you know what I mean and at the end of the day the, the harder Colin works the harder I'll work and I'll tell you this and this is a message directly to you Colin if you're listening to this I will never stop I will never quit I will never miss a day I will train every day I will eat right every day and I will win this challenge if it kills me so Make of that what you want, but you're coming up against a determined physique guy, a dad who has dad strength, who's determined not to die before his kid gets married and his kids of her own and shit. I'm going to fucking... Like, people nowadays are so accepting of, oh, look, just live live your life, be you. If you want to be fat, be fat. Fuck that. Look after your health, first and foremost. If you want to have a wee cheat day now and then, fair enough. But if you're in bad nick, you need to look after yourself because, hey, health is wealth, babies. I feel like I've just got fucking too deep there and it's not funny. So, um, <laughs> whoa. I feel like now what I'm going to do is, uh, what I'm going to do is just maybe fire into some listeners' questions because genuinely I think I've taken up too much time just, you know, talking about that kind of stuff but i mean you know if, if that interests you if that's the sort of stuff the, the kind of content that you want to hear um let me know and i can be more serious from time to time but i just felt like i need to get it off my chest let you guys know where i'm at but hey i'm I'm in, I'm in a good place right now i'm enjoying gigging i'm enjoying training i'm enjoying life maybe not the day job but hey hopefully i'll not be forever one way or t'other Anyway, Johnny Maxwell on Twitter said, I want to hear some of the juicy gossip you've been teasing these last few weeks. What scandals are going on behind the scenes? Well, Johnny, here's the thing. That was a figure of speech. 
You know what I'm saying? If you want to know any juicy gossip, you want to know any insider info, you want to know anything, hit me with straight up questions. You know, if you want to know anything about anything, just ask me. I'll tell you. You know what I mean? That's it. That's the sort of questions I want to do. I feel like I can I can talk about anything in this podcast. You want some juice? Just ask me. I'll give you the juice. Just you bring me the oranges and I'll give you juice, baby. That's what I'm saying. Now on the Instagram, questions are popping off here. Instagram's the number one place to get, to get me questions for the podcast. I would say Chris Barr, as per, said, Hey, Dave, check out this guy's strange dating habits. Um, he sent me an article. Going for another wee uh, quick mute and nose, nose blow here. There we are, and we're back. I love everything about older women. Meet the 31-year-old who won't date anyone under 60 and finds dentures a major turn-on. Whoa. Kyle Jones of Pittsburgh appears on tonight's episode of TLC's My Strange Addiction. His oldest girlfriend was 91 years old and he hasn't dated anyone under 60 in the past five years. The 31-year-old man has spoken of his attraction for women several decades older than he is. Right, basically, I'm not going to read this whole story because it makes me feel uncomfortable, but it's this guy who's basically... In fact, he's younger than me now. I'm 32, and he just dates old women. Like, his oldest woman is 91, yeah, there's definitely something creepy about that, isn't there? Um, to me, like, there's a cycle. You're born as a baby, unless you're some kind of Benjamin Button freak guy, child, walking dude, old man freak, yeah? Or else you're born as a baby, you know what I'm saying? And when you're a baby, you're vulnerable. Life cycle is you grow up, you're dependent, you become independent, you do your own thing for a while, and then either you die prematurely or you start to, you start to degrade, you start to fade, you start to become dependent again hence like going into care or supported living or old folks homes you know what I mean you can't look out for yourself your mind starts to go things like that do you know what I mean so what I'm saying is I think this guy is some kind of he's definitely a deviant of some description because these women some of them like in their 90s would not be I wouldn't imagine of the correct mental state to agree to this kind of relationship you know what i mean maybe some of them are maybe they're just super sprightly and i'm being ignorant but i i think there's definitely he's taking advantage of these older ladies um but what, what chris wants to know is what is the strangest date you've ever been on um well i've never been on a date with anybody over the never been a date with anyone over the age of 60 um no never been a date with anybody over the age of probably mid-30s I would say, and like when I was dating, I would have been in my late twenties. So yeah, probably that. But I've had some weird dates, like dates where you just get there and you're like, "Oh, this isn't very nice or good." I once went to date with a girl who, say, date. She invited me to her house, and my housemate said, "You may as well go. You're doing nothing else." So I went. There's obviously a Tinder match. Went there, it was actually the first time I'd ever met anyone on Tinder. And went to this girl's house. She was not as she appeared on Tinder. She was effectively, we're talking six foot two, three, possibly more knee braces on, like Stone Cold Steve Austin. And her house was disgusting. It stank of like, it stank of damp BO, like... 
not the smell of damp like just if you went in the house and mm, it smells of damp or if you went in the house and mm, that smells like bo it smells like bo but wet <laughs> like wet body odor like it hadn't quite dried in yet it was just not a nice smell like it felt like if you were sitting on the sofa there would be like a dampness to it but it wouldn't just smell like damp it smell like person's pits and hey that's not an environment i want to be in right so in that environment i was probably 26 at the time 25 26 I didn't know what to do or what the how to react, so basically, just took advantage uh, not of, of 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 the girl, but of her offer to make me a cup of tea. And I thought, hey, she's got these knee braces on, like stone cold. It'll take her a bit of time to make me this cuppa. When she goes to make me the cuppa, I'll make a beeline and escape. I got so panicked. Um, I was I went to the door. Door was locked. I got so panicked. I was like, fucking need to find her keys. Went, picked up the keys, came to the door. Got myself out, locked myself out. Then I realised, fuck, I'm outside with her keys in my hand. Then I'm thinking, uh-oh, if I post the keys through letterbox, she'll hear and come after me. Again, totally forgetting the fact that she was wearing these Stone Cold Steve Austin knee braces. I was so panicked to think all of a sudden she'll forest gump it. She'll just burst out of these knee braces and come sprinting like a T-1000 up the street after me. Shit myself. So going, oh, what the fuck do I do? Do I post them? Do I what to do? I just went, oh, fuck it, and threw them as hard as I could over a fence. And I don't know where, because an area I don't know. I just fired fired the keys away. So maybe that woman uh, has died, starved in that house. I imagine she's probably still alive because of the size of her. She's a powerhouse. But I don't know what happened to her, or I've not heard or told of her since. As soon as I got out into my car, I drove home and unmatched her on Tinder straight away. And that was probably the strangest date I was on. Also went on a date with a girl at an Indian restaurant. And I, spoiler alert, don't know anything about Indian cuisine. I don't know what's warm and what's cold. All I know is I'm not a spice guy. Although I look like a spice boy, I'm not a spice guy. I can't just deal well with spices. Like I almost smell a mild spice and I sweat. So I went and brought this girl on a date to the Indian Ocean one day, back in the old school days in the Odyssey. And uh, was wearing like a nice... This doesn't actually make sense when I say these words together. A nice short-sleeved sky blue shirt, right? And then I ordered a spicy meal because I just picked one. And then let's just say my nice stylish sky blue short-sleeved shirt became a nice stylish full navy short-sleeved shirt. And again, never saw her again. But hey... It was an experience, and thanks for the question, Chris. I appreciate it. Garth Owens has said, How'd the live podcast go? We couldn't get babysitters, but we'll get ourselves to the next one. Well, thanks for that, Garth. Um, it, as I was saying, it went really well. Uh, all I'm saying is, if you want babysitters, 7th of December would be about the time the next live podcast will be, episode 100 of Boy Town. So I'm giving you time to get the babysitters in for the 7th of December. Um, Paddy Mac said, Hey, Dave, being a physique guy, I just wanted to ask your opinion on something. What is the healthiest possible breakfast? Looking to aim for more protein and fiber, as currently I'm eating total shite. Cheers. Um, well, it all sort of depends, really. If you're looking for the protein and fiber, um, what I would say to probably be doing would be look at, like, you need to tell me what you're eating to start. Like, if it's total shite, I'd assume it would just be, like, shitty cereal or maybe, like, you, you eat later in the day, get a bit of... Bit of um, a bit of sh- like a Kit Kat bar or something. If it's if it's a bit later, you like miss like a like a, a muffin or something with got 
coffee shop or whatever. Um, but I would say probably if like for you, you're you're not like looking to cut. I'd say like at the minute, whenever I'm cutting, I'm basically just eating three hard boiled eggs, essentially, for my uh, my breakfast with a big thing of water, some protein, a coffee, and a banana. If I'm working out in those mornings. Um, but normally if I wasn't looking to cut like that I'd be just saying get some oatmeal on board um, if you're looking to add a bit of fibre maybe throw some nuts in there have some maybe get some oats oats in the morning have a little water if you're looking to not put on any weight if you're looking to like add a wee bit extra add some milk to it I just have oats with with uh, water and sometimes put a wee bit of healthy peanut butter in there mix it up add a bit of flavour and definitely get your get your water on board as well it's vital and uh, maybe put some fruit into it some berries or banana if you want to add a little something something to fill you out until until lunchtime and if you're looking some just good cheap protein just fire some eggs on board as well not into the into the bowl because that'll be fully disgusting but if you just want to like maybe do a couple of hard boiled eggs on the side go for that maybe it's a good start I would recommend so definitely oats and a bit of fruit and go for that go for that um, but definitely let me know what it is you're eating at the minute first and then we can go from there. Um, where are we at? Jodie Short has said, if you get below 265, is there a chance you'll be too sexy and have to put all the weight back on and give everyone else a chance? Yeah, well, that's a limit, 265 pounds. Um, Jodie's talking about um, for the the uh, heavyweight drop. Um, you know what? I find like weight loss to be strange. Obviously, it's good and healthy to be at a healthier weight. But some people, like Kevin Smith, uh, the writer and actor, comedian who had a heart attack, he's like, shit, I'm too big. I need to lose weight. Fair play to him. He has. But now he has. He looks like he's got a ping pong ball head. You know, his neck is too small. He's always been like a big, like you look at him and go, he's a big, thick neck guy. Now he's like a lollipop. He's got the skinny neck and big head, and sometimes it looks weird. Like I find if I if I get right here's more of my words. If I get below the two six five and I look too skinny and frail, again like Jonah Hill when he lost too much weight, I'm gonna put on some serious mass. I'll get heavier, but with muscle, I'll become like Batista. That's what I'll do. So, um, but hey, you know what? I think everyone else already has a chance, Jody, because I'm getting myself married. So, you know, I'm, I'm happy to be the the sexy guy that you all want and maybe don't need but you, you definitely all have a chance um, Luke Sweeney said hey Dave was that the live Boytown podcast on Friday Out, absolutely outstanding night's fun uh, featuring Masterlight and Vince Paris <laughs> my question is though could we get a possible possibly get another rendition of Shaggy from yourself yeah of course um, girl in spite of my behaviour say I'm a saviour you must be sent from up above there you go dose of shaggy I'm happy to shag anytime it just ask for it I'll give you you want some I'll give it you it wasn't me and Chris Henning has said well Dave two questions this week Chris you're getting real cheeky with these questions it's a one question limit but since it's you you wee scamp I'll answer them both well Dave two questions this week first off who you got picked in McGregor versus Khabib fight secondly I think I heard on the Boytown podcast that the second Chris Chris Barr's birthday was the 21st of September if that's correct that is weird as that's my real birthday also whoa really weird podcast if that's true Chris Barr let us know if that's your birthday shit the two Chris's beyond weird 
But who do I have in McGregor versus Khabib? Um, I'll be honest. I've got a, I've got money on on McGregor to win by knockout or submission, not to go the distance. I think my head says Khabib because he's just a, a slamming machine. If he gets you to the ground, he'll just beat you. He'll beat you up. He'll hold you down there. He went on points. But I just think McGregor has. He's just. He's a phenom. He just. He says he's going to do something. He goes and does it. Like. I thought Jose Aldo would beat him, knocked him out in 13 seconds. And I think Khabib's going to drop in, trying to go for the takedown. Bam! He's going to get smacked on the side of the face. Worst McGregor impression ever. My friend. But bam, that's what I think is going to happen. He's going to clock him, knock him, and do him. And then if he isn't, sure, at least he's plugging his own whiskey. So the man's a money-making machine, and I hope he beats Khabib because I think it'll be great. I wanted uh, him to lose to Mayweather though, because as you all know, I'm a big boxing fan, and I thought if he beat Mayweather, that would just ruin boxing. But hey, boxing's great at the minute, despite all my protestations. Anthony Joshua versus Povetkin was actually a good watch. I thought the fucking were mugging us, making a fight Povetkin because hey, who cares? And the undercard was fairly shite as well. But that actual main event was great. And now I'm very excited to see Usyk versus Bellew. I'm very excited to see Wilder versus Fury. I'm just loving boxing right now. But I don't want to see Mayweather versus Pacquiao too. No interest in that. And guys, I've also no interest in talking anymore. Um, so that's the end of this week's podcast. Again, apologies if you felt I got a wee bit deep and talked a bit of shit there. I, I, I planned to always keep the podcast light and funny and stupid and silly and weird. But sometimes... I lose running myself. I literally had no notes today. Just came out and spat from the top of my dome like the Bomb Funk MCs did in 1997 or whatever the fuck they released that great song. But anyway, on that note, check me out on social media, Dave Elliott Comedy on Instagram and Facebook, the Dave Elliott on Twitter because Dave Elliott Comedy is too long. And if you haven't already, subscribe on SoundCloud and rate and review on iTunes. And until next week, guys, take it easy.